When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Everybody, in here, out there, all around the world, welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Folks, beautiful sound. Beautiful sound. Folks, we continue to learn more details about the FBI's search of Mar-a-Lago earlier this week. It does not look good for former President Velveeta Voldemort. (laughs) The former president... Former president and his minions have tried to play the victim card here, saying, why, he's just a simple country club owner. (laughs) And that this whole investigation is a nothing burger. But it's beginning to look like the investigation is a something royale with cheese. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to get my hopes up. I've been hurt too many times. I still have to get a dermatologist to remove my Robert Mueller tramp stamp. (laughs) It's going to sting. It's going to sting. Still, there's some juicy tidbits, you see. The latest, we now know that an inside informer told the FBI what documents the former president was hiding and where. So, there was a mole? Who could it be? Oh, my God! (laughs) Oh, my... Oh, my Lord! (laughs) We've also learned... (laughs) We've also learned that the raid was deliberately timed to occur when the former president was away, so they had to either wait till he was out of town or for the return of the McRib. (laughs) Big Mango, Big Mango is headed for lunch. We've got 10 hours. Go, 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 go. Now that we know someone in the inner circle has flipped, the former president is reportedly freaking out and asking his allies, who's wearing a wire? To which Don Jr. said, wired? I'm not wired. You're wired, okay? (laughs) Who wants to start a band? No, an app. An app about a band. (laughs) (sighs) Sources say the ex-president is worried he may have a rat or multiple rats in his midst. And that's just at the Mar-a-Lago waffle bar. (laughs) I think it's worth pointing out, good people don't worry their friends are ratting them out over all the good stuff that they're doing. <laughs> meh, meh, I don't want none of you mugs squealing that I volunteer at the soup kitchen, see? Meh. <laughs> Any rats out me, you'll be sleeping here at the homeless shelter. Enjoy the warm bed. Meh, meh. <laughs> Since the FBI search on Monday, the former president's response has changed a little bit. It started out as nothing to see here, 
and quickly became, anything you see was put here by the FBI. <laughs> and all the former president's henchfolk have gobbled up the bait. Quite honestly, I'm concerned that they may have planted something. Do I know that the boxes of material they took from Mar-a-Lago, that they won't put things in those boxes to entrap him? How do you know there weren't listening devices planted or evidence planted there? You know when you accuse someone of planting evidence before they say that they even found anything? <laughs> it's when you know they're gonna find something. <laughs> Officer, before you breathalyze me, I must inform you, I suspect that you have planted a fifth of tequila in my stomach. <laughs> so you're about to be in big trouble, mister. <laughs> so how did the FBI agents supposedly bring in 12 boxes of evidence that then they took out? Ainsley Earhart has a very stupid theory. And, and his lawyer said they happened. brought in backpacks. What, what was in those backpacks? Good point, Ainsley. Everyone knows you get to search the cops before they search you. That's why I always tell TSA, hold on, mister. First, I'm gonna knuckle bump your junk. Come here. Gotta work the speed bag. It's called the sweet science. The ex-president's goons would have you believe that the Justice Department gave no warning before they repelled into the poolside cabanas. Au contraire. We just learned that the ex-president received a subpoena this spring for the documents, but he didn't hand them all over. So months later, the Justice Department had to act because the documents were so sensitive in nature and related to national security. It sounds like he's got some high-level stuff in his basement. Could be anything. Missile locations, lists of CIA sources, the alien technology that keeps Paul Rudd from aging. Anyway. <laughs> now, in order to conduct the search, the FBI had to present a search warrant. And in order to take anything away, they had to give the ex-pres an itemized receipt of everything they took. He could release both of those documents, and the mystery and intrigue might be cleared up. But evidently, he doesn't want that. Because as long as we don't know anything, he's free to say anything. So this afternoon, Attorney General and Elf on the Shelf who has seen too much, <laughs> Merrick Garland, announced that he has asked the court to release the ex-president's search warrant and the receipt. The ex-president... Yeah. Release! Release it! He wants to release it all. The ex-president has till tomorrow to file in court to stop that from happening, which would mark the first time he's ever declined the offer of a full release. <laughs> now... <laughs> really? <laughs> really? <laughs> we found the line. <laughs> Here's a bit of good news. After Republicans like Ted Cruz tried to block it, this week, President Biden signed the PACT Act which gives life-saving care to veterans who suffered chemical exposure like toxic burn pits. And after the signing, the president singled out a familiar name. So many of you here today remind us that we have fought for this for so many years. Veterans, surviving families, surviving family members, advocates like Rosie Torres and John Stewart. But what you've done, John, matters. And you know it does. I, I, you should know. It really, really matters. You refuse to let anybody forget. Refuse to let them forget. And we owe you big, man. We owe you big. 
I know that dude. He's in the credits of this show, executive producer John Stewart. And that is a well-deserved, well-deserved standing ovation. And as John's friend, I know how uncomfortable he is getting praised. But also as John's friend, I truly enjoy how uncomfortable he is getting praised. <laughs> Too bad, buddy. Now, if John were here, he'd say that this isn't about him. This is about the real heroes, the men and women who serve their country, and he is absolutely right. But also, he's not here, so congratulations, John. <laughs> you did it. I want you... He's gonna hate this. He's gonna hate this. I want you to go out tonight and treat yourself to something nice. Might I suggest a slightly cleaner gray T-shirt? <laughs> we got a great show for you tonight. More Late Show Pod Show after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Give it up for the band, everybody. Right there. Come on. Hello, Lewis. Hello, Lewis. Hello, band. Hey, everybody. Now, ladies and gentlemen, also give it up for the one, the only, Maestro Joe Walsh. Joe. Joe, thank you so much for being here. Thank night you. after night, you've come in here and just burned the house down. Yeah. Thank you so much well, for bringing it. I'm having a great time. I I'm love so happy. this band. They're an amazing band, aren't they? Now, before we go, I want to ask you about an organization. We talked about this briefly. <laughs> it's called Vets Aid, which Vets was founded Aid. in 2017. Tell what, what is that and what's its role? Well, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Life's been good, right? So yeah. I was looking around for somewhere to make a difference, and I picked vets. And why was that important to you, Joe? Well, I'm a gold star kid. Mm. My father died in active duty. Mm -hmm. And so I'm resident to gold star families. And if people want to help, where can they go? Vetsaid.org. This year is Columbus, Ohio. We're going to play a concert in Columbus, Ohio. Oh. Sold out in a half hour. Here's the concert poster right there. Look at this. Check this out right here. It's going to be Nine Inch Nails, the Black Keys, the Breeders, and you are getting back together with the James Gang. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. One last ride. There you go. Check it out, everybody. Thanks. Check it out. Thank you. Joe, thank you so much for being here. And everybody... Stick around, because White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre will be out here in just a moment. And in the meantime, folks, I've got news about our dear friend John Baptiste. Now, sharp-eyed viewers may have noticed that John hasn't been here this summer. Well, I have an update. John has decided to leave the show. I know. I feel the same way. But it's for all the best reasons, including to continue sharing his art with the world. And we wanted to give him a big in-person send-off. Joe Walsh was going to pop out of a cake. Thank you, Joe. He's a good man. Good man. 
But John's not in town. Uh, I hope he's cutting his new album, and I hope it's called More Grammys, Please. <laughs> we have been so lucky to have a front row seat to John's incredible talent for the past seven years. And will we miss him here? Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah! But we're happy for you, John, and I can't wait to have you back on as a guest with your next hit record. I love you. But as happy, as happy as I am for John, I am thrilled for us because I have the privilege to announce that this incredible band is staying right there and that our new band leader is the one, the only, Mr. Louis Cato, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Louis. Come on. If you've been watching, if you've been watching, and I hope you have, you know that Lewis has done a great job this summer, and he's very humble, so he won't say this, but I will. He is a musical genius. He can basically play... He can basically play every instrument on that stand over there. Give him an afternoon, he'll learn how to play Mozart on a shoehorn. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce, for the first time, Lewis Cato and the Late Show Band. <laughs> White House Press Secretary Karim Jean-Pierre. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guest tonight has spent 20 years in politics and worked for two presidents. She was just named the new White House press secretary. Please welcome to the Late Show, Karine Jean-Pierre. <laughs> Lovely to meet you. Thanks nice for being to meet on. You. you have a, a a different live audience than, than I do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little bit of a better crowd this, than this you is, get on a daily basis. This is a little basis. different. It's a little different. Yeah. Can can I just say hello to my mom? Of course. Yeah. She is right there in the red. That's oh. my mom. Hello. That's nice. We like moms here. Yeah, we and like you know I'm from here. New York, so I'm home. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, that's so excellent. I get to see well, my mom um, congrats on the new gig. Thank you. You know, thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> folks may, uh, some folks may remember from from this photo oh. that went around the internet a little bit. You uh, you've had a lot of different jobs uh, over the years, but you uh, you were interviewing then Senator Harris uh, in 2019 during the campaign, and you defended her from a protester on stage. Mm-hmm. Look at that action shot right there. Yeah. He came to grab her mic, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. How much, in their interview process, how much was your hand-to-hand combat <laughs> uh, a leg up in getting the job? Well, well you know, Stephen, they say politics is a contact sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you saw that there. in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Do you ever uh... want to break it out on the front row of the press <laughs> room? <laughs> I, you know, no, I love all I love of them, everyone. Steve. Yes, Stephen, I love everybody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you're in the communications department, okay? The press is in the part of the communications mm -hmm. department. Mm -hmm. but essentially, you know, not to be reductive, but it's like the public relations for the White yeah. House, okay? Mm -hmm. How does it feel as essentially top PR person when your boss, the president, is getting dragged in the press? Like when you see some idiot in late night making a joke about your boss. <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. How... You're asking for a friend. Yes. How, how, does, that, how does that feel? And dial that friend up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think you all have a job for the American public to make them laugh. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a job for the American public to deliver. And, you know, we understand. Like, we understand that you have, you have your job. No hard we feelings. We have our job. No hard feelings. Absolutely not. Okay. And the president gets that. The president absolutely gets that. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Is, is he going to come on? Is he gonna oh, come that's on? where you were going. Is he, he going to come on? Oh. Because he's been on Kimmel and he's been on Fallon, but he hasn't. Oh, you're keeping track. You're keeping since track. Since he's been president. Oh, we've is talked it? many is times. Since... We're dear friends, obviously. Well, he loves you. And I'm what? sure he's and watching. I love him. And I'm sure he's watching. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. When, when, when you all, uh, you know, came into office 18 months ago, one of the things uh, the goals stated was to kind of repair the relationship between that press office and the press. How was that going? And how do you do that when some members of the press won't agree on uh, what reality is? <laughs> some members of the press? Some members of the press. Okay. Um, look, I, I think the way that I see it is my job, our job, is to make sure that we are delivering the facts, delivering uh, what the president's agenda is. And that's our focus. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's what we, we do every day. And we really worked, have worked the last 18, 19 months to really repair that relationship. And there's always gonna be a give and take, always. Mm -hmm. Always gonna be um, a little pull and tug, but that's okay. That's democracy, that's the, you know, the freedom of the press, the independency of the press, and it's, you know, it's, we see it as, a, as an opportunity to really have to be able to communicate to all of you, to all of the American people, mm -hmm. on the work that we're doing every single day. Since you started, Al-Zawahiri was killed. Gun control has mm -hmm. passed. Gas prices are now down below $4 a gallon. Inflation has begun to ease. The PACT Act, the burn pit legislation, was passed. Yeah, just... Massive climate bill is set to pass tomorrow. What is the key to making all of that happen so fast? Is it you? Are you the reason why this has happened? <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it the fact that the president has been in isolation with COVID for a lot of that? I think, look, I, I, it's, I think is this. I really do believe that you have, we have a president who has the experience, mm -hmm. uh, who is committed, who has the core of his conviction. If you think about why President Biden ran in 2019, it was because he saw what was happening to the core values of this country, our traditions, uh, were being attacked, it was being threatened. And he also saw that the little guy, right, everyday people uh, were being left behind. And so he wanted to make sure that we lift people up from the bottom up and really bring out the economy from the bottom up as well and middle out. And that's what you're seeing. This is the work of this president from the, for the last 19 months since 20, the promises that he made in 2019. You gotta remember he was a senator, he was a vice president. This is a lot of the stuff that we're talking about is work that he's been committed to mm -hmm. uh, for so long. And now, you know, for example, the Inflation Reduction Act. My gosh, if this gets done, and it will, because the speaker and our leadership uh, is gonna make this happen in about 24 hours. 
it is going to change people's lives. And that is not talking points, that is just the facts. If you think about prescription drugs, there are people out there, and I can speak to this personally, the president could speak to this personally, when you have an elderly parent and they are getting thousands, just thousands of dollars of prescription med medication that's coming to their home because they need it, they either have a chronic illness and they have to just survive, and the rest of the family comes together and they're like, okay, how are we gonna chip in to help mom or dad pay for this prescription drugs? And you think about this, uh, this bill, this anti, basically this anti-inflation bill, it is going to cut cost, lower cost on prescription drugs, cap it at $2,000 a year. That is going to make a difference for so many, so many Americans. You think about, you know, it, it matters. You gotta go here in just a minute, okay. but before I let you go, I wanna ask you about a moment in a recent briefing. You tried a little joke about your boss, but it, it didn't work, Jim. Can you give us a sense of how he's doing um, with having to go back into isolation? I mean, is he you know, frustrated? Uh, and, and how is he dealing with being away from the First Lady for as long as he's been? Well, the day's still young. You never know. Uh, um, but, um, Look, the president. <laughs> I'm just, just making a joke. Clearly, it was not funny. Uh, I will try harder next time to be more funny. Stephen, are you? <laughs> I, 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 I've been there. And I, next time one of my jokes falls flat, I'm gonna say I'm gonna try harder next time. <laughs> can I? Can I tell you? Yes. Can I tell you what happened there? Please, please do. So this is um, this was the day uh, that the president was going to make a big announcement, mm -hmm. and I try. At what I you were asking me how the relationship with the press is and what we're trying to do, and it's oh, we're trying always trying to be truthful, mm -hmm. honest, and deliver the facts. Yeah. And so when I was asked a question, and I knew he was about to come out in a couple of hours, but I couldn't share that he was about to come out in a couple of hours. What was the announcement? It was on, um, uh, it was, oh my gosh, what was it? Uh, Al Zawahi. It was, uh, he was, he oh, was, who's gonna come out and say we got, got the guy. We got the guy. We got the head of Al Qaeda. And I can't tell it. I can't say the president gets to do it. He is the president of the United States. And so when they said that, I was like, well, the, the, the day is still young. And, um, <laughs> Because I couldn't say anything more, any, anything could happen. And they didn't pick up on it, which was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, so I just was like, well, you know, that was a joke, I guess. I guess that didn't land very well. Um, and, I, and I said it again because mm -hmm. someone asked me. And I was like, the day is still, is still young, Stephen. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was funny about that is afterwards, when they realized we were, he was, they were going to see him and mm -hmm. we were about to make a big announcement, uh, they were like, oh, so when you said the day was still young, mm -hmm. you were trying to, and I was like, I wasn't trying to do anything. I just mm -hmm. was trying not to lie and mm -hmm. because I knew mm -hmm. something was. Now everything you say, they're going to think oh, is code. Oh, absolutely. They're going to be They're like, going to get out their Ovaltine they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna, right. <laughs> and also, it's probably, probably sounded like 100 years old. The day is still young. Well, it was so lovely to meet nice you. Nice to meet you, Stephen. Thank give, you so much for having me. Give my best to your mother. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre, everybody. This has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert.
If you're enjoying The Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 1135-1035 Central on CBS and Paramount+. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube.